Hey guys, this would normally be an episode of the Ewing Barbecue, but Josh had technical difficulties, so the ladies decided to just have a mini-sode and talk about trash. Everything Dallas. Everything Dallas. Trash. Everything Dallas. We're just going to spill trash. the tea. It's probably going to be full of spoilers and whatever. We, have, we don't have a plan or an agenda. We're going to call ourselves the DOA. Welcome to the first episode of the DOA. Welcome to the DOA. Oh, and I'm Sarah. <laughs> and Mel- I'm Melanie. And poor Josh. And poor Josh, like, yeah. Literally, cool. that poor that guy, um, there was a hurricane yesterday. Well, tropical storm. Whichever. I don't know. I can't it, say the name. It's, it's like you see Starts with an eye. But it kind of brushed like alongside where I am. I mean, the coast got hit, but then it went like barreled line for New England. And Josh's area was under a tornado watch most of the day yesterday. So, and then, you know, like, honestly, I I thought it was going to go towards my parents. And they said that they were having, you know, the power was blinking on and off and on and off and on and off. And I was like, oh, tree on the power lines. Okay. But then it ended up diverting, I guess, and went over like Vermont into Canada. Yeah. So he's probably experiencing downed lines and such yeah, probably like everyone Ugh. else in new england is that's right awful now. so we were gonna we were gonna cheers, record josh. power play tonight yeah yes cheers josh drink to josh so we were gonna record power play tonight and we yes. decided to wait on josh because we you know it's yeah. better this better uh, all four mm-hmm. of us will get the man's point of view and everything as well mm-hmm. so this is going to be strictly girls strictly still on the tea all kinds of spoilers. Mary will put the disclosure on when she edits yes, and, and loads yeah. it up and uploads Listen it. Listen at your own peril. <laughs> Seriously, because I'm going to talk some shit. There's so many things I love to talk about Same. in later seasons. Hey. And I know Mary's going to talk about Jenna Wade. Uh, of course I'm going to talk about Jenna Wade. I'm going to so, talk about how much I ship JR and Sue Ellen. Woo! There's lots of that, too. But I will say... Um, in spirit of our regular stuff, what is everyone drinking tonight? Hmm. I am drinking um, a Neapolitan milk stout. So Neapolitan. So it's chocolate and vanilla and strawberry, like ice cream in a beer. Did you take a, a lactose stout. pill? I 100% did. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> so no pooping for me. And, um, and no bubble gut for Mary. <laughs> yeah, no bubble, no bubble gut. <laughs> and I, I will not get the slides, hopefully. Um, this is out of Sagatuck Brewing, Brewing in Michigan. Okay. Well, I'm regular Pinot Grigio tonight. I did this last night, too, so hopefully I can hold on for three or four. So, Melanie? Sarah, Sarah has her wine in a sippy cup. I love it. <laughs> it's a, yeah. my, sister got, my sister got me these. They have little... But I have one of those, too. I have one of those. color. I have one that has a wine glass shape inside yeah. of it that you can see, but it's a big tumbler. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. You know the Yetis. You know this isn't Yeti. a Yeti, but you know the Yelly, yeah. the, the, Yelly, the Yeti. The Yeti. My mother-in-law. The very first year Scott and I were together, like she didn't know me very well. We'd been together for like six or seven months, but she'd only met me like twice. 
So, but she's real big on Christmas. So she got, she gets everybody like all these small gifts. Well, the very first one I opened, I was like, your mom already knows me so well. She got me a Yeti martini glass. Ah. It is badass. And it keeps your martini cold as fuck. It's nice. awesome. Awesome. Cheers to Miss Rusty. Cheers, Miss <laughs> Rusty. I am just about finished off a bottle of. Um, <laughs> the way to start, I don't finish yeah. off a bottle of. I've, I've been waiting, man. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was a bottle of St. Ambrose. St. Ambrose, what? St. Ambrose, something. Um, it was. It's a Michigan cidery meadery. Okay. St. Ambrose. Mm-hmm. It was. It's called. It was called Eat a Peach Sizer. Eat a peach. Yeah, that's that's actually a band here that I love. They're Almond Brothers. (laughs) That reminds me of the movie Wild at Heart. But I didn't know this. A sizer is a cider mead combination. Is it delicious? Yep. That's Michigan. That's Michigan's thing. Is is like cider cider mixed with mead together, and it's amazing. It's basically like a. It's almost like you know how the meat is like a honey wine. Well, this is mm-hmm. apples, peaches, I think apricots, and then um, the honey. Yum! So it's a honey nice. cider, and they call it a sizer. <laughs> and then I've got my backup is incendiary <laughs> brewing. <laughs> Death the kettle sours berry ginger. Nice. Well, yeah, my backup because I'm almost done with this. That was. Yeah, the I'm whole... actually almost done with my first Neapolitan milk stout, but I have a six pack in the fridge. I want my second glass of wine, but he now in my defense, it wasn't empty when he filled it up. So it's like I'm on okay. like one and a half. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Well, you know, and if this isn't potent enough, I've also got some. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do you you guys remember? Uh, the one we did where I had that divine barrel, uh, like Carolina peach cobbler one. Yes. Newgrass Is that when you got brewing. really drunk? <laughs> Which time? <laughs> <laughs> you did, but you did like I did. Our very first episode, did you go back and listen to them? I got wasted like wasted. on the first four or five. And now it's like, and, so, I, and you I, did, it. And I don't know if it, it wasn't like nervousness. It was just like, I didn't know what I was doing. And Scott was at work and I was like, well, I'm alone. <laughs> and I can drink and smoke at my house. That so. was exactly it. I think that's what it was, but yeah. no, um, the Carolina cobbler, uh, I didn't find any more of that by divine barrel, but new grass brewing put out one just like it. And I, I snatched that up so fast. Where is new grass brewing? Where is new grass? I, I, let's, let's check the Google. Shall we check the Google Melanie checking the Google? Oh, well, I have to give a shout out. You have to tell my friends, uh, I have to tell the small short story. Okay. Oh, new grass is in Shelby, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, you saw the food that Scott made me tonight. Yes. I got him that griddle for his birthday and we had used it and it makes the best pancakes, like Waffle House. I mean, like a Cracker Barrel pancakes. Okay. Cracker Barrel pancakes. Mm. Hey, okay. that's a hell of an idea. I have a chiropractor's appointment tomorrow and I usually run over and get Chick-fil-A afterwards, but guess what's across the parking lot? Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. I love I your pancakes. I might get some damn pancakes. Thank you. <laughs> so, so girls. Yeah. We'll be talking about, Sarah, you had trash to talk, so. Yeah. I was going to tell one short story from the trip yeah. I just okay. went on. Um, yes. Okay, so. We're all there. It's Scott and I and our friends, Margaret and Chip, that live here. And then their friends from Baton Rouge, which we met before. But they're so sweet, so funny. And they know each other from their work. And so we decided we all get along. We're going to take a trip together. It was Margaret and Chip's 10-year anniversary. So we all went last 
week or week before last at the beach. So we were there and somehow the podcast came up and we were all drunk and Scott was like, Oh, y'all got, it was, it's so funny. Y'all would just think it's hysterical, blah, blah, blah. Even if you don't mean like Dallas, you think it was funny the way they all talk together. So Brandon gets on there. Has he, he listened to it? Yes. He joined that night and, ah. um, and, or he subscribed or whatever. And then he listened to part. I was like, well, you're not going to get it. Cause you know, he's like 30, well, he's 39, but he was like, I didn't really watch it. My parents said whatever. And he's like, I kind of get it, but I just want to hear y'all talk. So he you started tell listening. You got a 34-year-old in the group? I did. And so, <laughs> so he was laughing about it. So anyway, I told him I was going to give him a shout out on the next thing because they're from Baton Rouge. And so usually, you know, when I'm drunk, my British comes out. <laughs> yes. So then they were dialing, because now we've named her. Her name is Madeline Windegrass. And so she was available for the first night. And then I decided I wanted a new one. So I was like, well, why don't y'all teach me some Cajun? My family is Cajun, but I don't talk like that. So, and they're real Cajun. They're, they're Baton Rouge. They're like, they had all the words yes. and everything. So Cajun is almost like French Canadian. Exactly. Yeah. It's a totally different uh. dialect. Whatever. So the whole night they were teaching me words, which I don't remember because I was wasted. And I have a video and I will share it with y'all later. I how drunk I was. But we named her. <laughs> so my alter ego for the last three days of the beach, and she came out unexpected and many times. Her name is Renee Thibodeau. So my name is Renee oh, Thibodeau. She so French, anyway, yes, that's yes, Thibodeau was, with an X, by the way. Yes, and his ex, <laughs> I mean his ex, his wife, her maiden name is Thibodeau. That's where I got it from. But I was like, Renee Thibodeau, here I come, all right. And then I kept going, aye, that's what I did the whole night. <laughs> so, and then the, the next morning I was so hungover and it was like 11 o'clock in the morning. I could hear all of them in the den, like getting ready to go to the beach. And they were like talking about last night and saying, oh my gosh, she was hysterical, blah, blah. So I was like, I got to get out of the bed. They're all up. They've been up for hours. So I get up and I'm like, I look like this and I'm on this t-shirt and I go in there and I go, uh, <laughs> and they all turn time laughing. And I was like, she'll be back. And so I laid around all day and by five o'clock I rallied. I got up and we started drinking Jaeger bombs and fireball and went back out on the town. Girl, did you bring nice. a drip drop with you? That Here's sounds what? like New Orleans. <laughs> did you bring any drip drop with you? Uh, actually, I did, and I introduced them to Drip Drop. So. Yes! Nice. I, I, I got to contact them and see if we can get some kind of sponsorship, yeah. man, because that shit, I, I brought it over to Chris and Mandy's house for the 4th of July weekend, and they were like, this is the best shit ever, seriously. We'll buy the next, we'll buy the next round. Well, <laughs> I need to get some of that. In Walgreens, yeah. it's over by, like, the baby staff, by the, by the Pedialyte oh. and all that. Yeah, because I couldn't Makes find sense. it, and, and I found oh. it. And they had, like, berry, they had lemon, lemon. orange. Oranges, I like anything orange. So they I got that. Watermelon. Okay, see, I wanted to find some great, but I didn't see it. So I got the orange. Oh. And I learned, okay, the first two times I did it, I took it the next morning. Like right when I got up, I drank it. Okay. Oh, I, I, learned, I drank it that night. And okay, I, say, I learned now <laughs> I drink it with my water and my ibuprofen before I get to bed. Then mm-hmm. the next morning I get up and I get my coffee ready and I go ahead and drink it. It's gone in like I, within the hour. It's, I mean, I don't feel like yeah, I'm girl. over. And just and drink a little thing. bit of wa- and drink a little bit of water on top of it. I have the episode playing right now that we were going to record, and I'm so confused yeah. why Kristen pulls out a wad of hundreds and buys that camera for two hundred dollars. I mean, I know she's taking pictures. But it's I was the like, most contrived bullshit ever. And they're like in the front of her purse. They're not even like in a wallet. They're like sticking out. Right. It's like a she stack just of takes bills. them out. Yeah, she's like here, and then she buys a, a Polaroid camera for two hundred dollars, and then just because she knows that Lucy's going to go and fall and kiss at, like, it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, why didn't she just give him the money for the film and say, "I'll bring the camera right back to you"? Right. <laughs> Can oh, I borrow wow. your camera for like a minute? 
Yeah, like you can watch me. I'm not going to feel it, but you know. Right. But whatever. Yeah. Okay, so just like, let's just do this. Mary, you hmm. start and just pick oh. in your mind okay. over the entire series, what would okay. be your, your all-time favorite episode and why? Oh, I know. Or I, one of them. One? I would say, okay, one of my favorites would have to be the 1983 Ewing uh, Oil Baron's Ball. Oh, I can't wait till that comes on. That's the one where, like, that's the first one where Jenna is there with the Bobby. And she's, but she's a date. She has a blue sequin dress and, like, the yep. huge feathered hair and she and Pam get in a fight in the bathroom and Wait, like Sullivan doesn't Grayson? know who's side Pam's with Mark Grayson yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. and and Pam is like giving like throwing shade at Jenna in the bathroom and it's like sides so there's it's basically Jenna and Sue Ellen and Pam and Catherine and they're like oh. hissing at each other, basically. Okay. And but Sue Ellen doesn't really know what to do. She's just there, and she's like, "Uh, hey." Now she's, <laughs> in, uh, she's in. She's in the red dress, right, with the spiky hair. Yes, I, be- I yeah. believe. I okay. believe so. Yeah. So that that nineteen eighty three. Okay, so that one. Oh. It's the it's the no. fight with Peter. Peter's there with Lucy, and there there's oh. the fight at the end. Yes. 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 Because. Yes. Because I'm going to say right now, since we're ahead and spoiling and everything, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That baby was JR's. It was not Peter's. She was already pregnant. I don't care what she says. The end. I mean, it could have been either. <laughs> I, well, I have to say, I really like that storyline with Peter just because I like how they flip this, the, the normal script. Where yeah. you should be mm-hmm. like a young, like obviously like Jr. and Kristen, like she's so yeah. much younger than him, and everyone freaks out about how young Peter is, and I'm like, no, hello, I'm Kristen. not seeing the hypocrisy. Exactly. His um, Peter's friend was it Jerry. I thought he was hotter than. Oh, than I'm. Ha- Pete, I don't really Peter, remember. It was his buddy, his roommate, something like that. The okay. one that Sue Ellen. I think it was Sue Ellen or Lucy. It was Sue Ellen that she talked to. She's like, have you seen him? But Right, when she's looking she, for him. Yeah, I was like, dude, he, if you're going to nail any college dude, it would be him. He's <laughs> He's got some, like, dark, handsome young man looks. And, like, Pete, Christopher Atkins, God love him. He was just You don't like, like blondes, do you? You like dark I like I, I like dark-headed. I like blondes, but he looked okay. too—he looked too boyish. But maybe because he was only twenty-two. And you know what? When I, I was, was twenty-two, I think that was the point. When I was twenty-two, <laughs> I met Christopher Atkins when I was twenty-two. You did? Where? I did in in when? Hollywood, the same convention I um, first met Josh at. Ah, was he there yeah. for Dallas or something else? Yep. No, he oh, was really. Fun. Yep. Um, it was it was the month actually. That one was the month before. Uh, the South Fork thirtieth. Right. Yeah, that one was. It was in California. It was in October. The thirtieth was in November at South Fork. Yep. Yep. And this event, it had. Let me see. Okay, it had Larry, Linda, um, Charlene was there. Patrick was supposed to be, but I think he was doing like Panto, like Cinderella or something in London, and couldn't get away. And uh, Cherie Wilson came. She was really sweet, and Omri Katz showed up. That was kind of like what you know, That's John cool. Ross. Yeah. 
and then uh christopher atkins was there and then morgan fairchild oh my gosh yeah, she was my there. Only. We, she, I, ooh, man. Priscilla is my only gentleman. <laughs> oh, and Judy Kale, Howard Kale's wife, was there. Aww. That's random. Oh, like Morgan no. was on for one episode. <laughs> yeah, no, she was yeah. there. And I for oh, I forgot Sly was there. Um, Debbie oh. Renard. Oh, I love Sly. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to meet her. Shit, I think Paul Haggis was there too because they were still together. Ooh. Were they still together? I think they were. Probably. I'm such a yeah. I'm such a dumbass. Why didn't I ah? But um. No, um, Linda Gray's kids and uh, grandsons were there too. Oh, that was pretty. It's so weird seeing her like five year old grandson, like now all grown up and like out of high school and shit. It's it's just bizarre because I remember this like little mischievous five year old. Because we're getting <laughs> like, old, that's why. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm old as. I literally shit. <laughs> got anything in your pictures today, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" I mean, he's a grown up. Uh, so sad. The ambient empty nester this time next year. Oh my gosh. Oh. That's crazy. No, I'm hey, so excited. <laughs> you did it young, girl. I haven't even birthed my first one yet. When you guys are like, ah, oh, my kids are in college, I'm going to be like, I got baby on my tit. I got baby on my tit. If I'm that lucky. <gasps> no I, formula all the way. Uh, I did not. Oh my God. I didn't tell you guys about that, the horrible date I went on around my birthday, did I? I don't know. I don't think so. No, because you said that the, about one, but it was like a before that, I think. It ended up being two because, okay, I don't give anybody a second chance if they fuck up on the first date. This guy, I gave a second chance because I was like, Melanie, you need to stop being so rigid. So oh, rigid. boy, man. I should have listened to my gut. The first time he, this guy showed up, you know, it's, I got all the red flags, you know, all the like, oh, you know, the guys who say that they're a nice guy and that, you know, all their exes are crazy and shit. And I I called him out. I was, I was like, you know, these are red flags, right? (laughs) Haha. And he's like, oh, oh, I'm just kidding. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, whatever. But we had, we, we were able to talk. We had a good conversation all the time. Well, he shows up for our first date and like, I get there and he's already ordered a beer, but he hasn't drank very much of it, right? And then the waiter comes, and he orders two shots of Jameson. And I was like, okay. He's like, do you mind? If this was a Wednesday. He's like, do you mind? I've had a really rough day. Uh, I've got to tell you, um, I, I'm prescribed Xanax, and, and I don't take it. But I was so nervous before I came that I took you one. Don't and I was like, and you don't need Jameson I was like, what? What are you doing? He's like, I've never done this before. And I was like, dude, this is not good like he was seriously like fucked up so we ended up finishing dinner and I walked out into the parking lot and like he was like trying to kiss on me and stuff I kept pulling my head away and like (laughs) I was like no 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 no." and he I I go to leave and I see he's like standing by his car like on his phone because he has his own business so he was like hitting decline on all these people who are like business calls trying to order what he pedals anyways. And, <laughs> and I was, I remember I'm leaving the parking lot and I look over and I'm like, should I make sure he gets home? Okay. And then I was like, nah, motherfucker did it to himself. I'm gonna go home. Maybe he called Uber. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Eh, no, he drove his stupid ass home. And then he texted me later on. He's like, I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. That wasn't me. I've never done that before. And I was like, look, I said, you get one of those one. You do it again. I'm not going yeah. out with you again. 
Well, so we set up a date for the following week and, and he shows up and orders a beer, drinks like a little tiny bit, goes inside, says he has to wash his hands before he eats. I'm like, yeah, it's all good, whatever. And he takes a little while and he comes back out and kind of starts acting weird again. And I was like, did you get a shot at the bar while you were in there? Cause we were sitting outside and he's like, maybe one. And I'm like, Oh my God, you can't even get through a date without taking a shot. This is bad. He's like, but I didn't do any Xanax this time. I swear. I swear. And I'm like, you are acting just like you did last time. Well, so I'm like sitting there trying not to be pissed off about it when he proceeds to like, like seriously, he was going into like one end of the spectrum in conversation to the other. He was like, Oh, you're so gorgeous. Yeah. I could just throw you down and fuck you right here. Blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah. And then to the other, like immediately. Be right. I know. I was like, what the Too fuck? Soon. And, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, then, and then he'd like immediately turn and be like, Oh, but you know, I also, I, you know, I believe in getting married and the sanctity of marriage and Bible, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh, what? he's just throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, exactly. I was like, you exactly. sound like you sound like one of my sales reps right now. I'd believe zero of what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah. And this lady, Pass. this lady at another table heard the whole thing, and she got up and she was walking inside. And she turned around. It was like a screen door. She turned around, and looked at me, and went, "Like, are you okay?" And I said, "Yeah." Like- yeah. <laughs> and I ended up getting up and going into pee, and she like grabbed my shoulder when I walked by the bar, and she goes, "Do you need help getting out of here?" Oh my god. <laughs> I said, we, we came separately and actually then all of a sudden, like our waitress and the bartender were like right there and they're like, no, no, we, we've, we're cutting him off. He's acting weird. You need to ride home, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you guys are amazing. We actually came separately and he doesn't know where I live. So it's okay. And wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I was really, I actually sent a message to the owners of the restaurant the next day telling them how awesome their staff was. Yeah. And their patrons, because because the customer was like, I've I've seen I've I didn't mean over here, but I've seen and been on bad dates like that, and I thought maybe you, you needed some help. I was like, God bless you. There needs to be more women like. <laughs> I've, I've been on. Ladies got to look out for each other. Exactly, but before the night wrapped up, he proceeded to tell me that he used to be one of the area's biggest cocaine dealers. And, and that's was, supposed to impress you? I'm oh, whatever. Say, Yay. But he's cool, out of that. But he's out of that now. That's how he started his legit business was with drug money. <laughs> and you know what I figured out? When he went back inside, I messaged one of my friends up in Maine and I said, Hey, I said, what besides Xanax or pot would make somebody act all weird and slouchy and have their eyes all bloodshot? And he said, Cocaine. And I said, Thank you. That's all I needed to know. Like, you're not only you not only a formal dealer, you're still using. He probably he's a dealer. He probably uses. Yeah. So he wasn't technically lying. He didn't do any Xanax that night. I think he was in the bathroom snorting coke. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we left. I paid for my own meal again because I owe you nothing. <laughs> right. No, I get that. Yeah. And he he couldn't get over that. He's like, let me pay for your meal at least. I'm like, no. And I get home, like, by the time by the time I got home, I'm in the driveway, like, ranting at one of my friends. Oh, my God. I can't believe I gave him a second chance, blah, blah, blah. He tries calling, decline. He yeah. texts me, and he says, good night. I hope I see you again. And I didn't say anything. An hour later, he comes back, and he says, I understand. And I was like, understand what? I said nothing to you. Right. And, <laughs> and I, yeah, and I ignored it. The next night, he texts me and says, hi. And I never said anything. And after that, I, like... I don't know if I blocked his number. I like hit his um, 
alerts and unfriended him on Facebook. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> and I haven't heard from him since. Anyways, those are the two bad dates. Well, let me ask you this. This is supposedly, I guess, a younger thing that I didn't know was real. And I thought that Scott was messing with me. You know, Scott Scott was a bartender or whatever. And so... He's probably seen he, a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he could pick out anything, and, mm-hmm. you know, anywhere. But he told me, and I did not know this, and I thought he was kidding, but it is a real thing. Did you know that if you're at a bar and you're there and you ha- you're in an uncomfortable position... Angel shot? Yes! I did not know what that was. Yes, you, you can go to the theory? bar... How did I not know this? Yeah, I heard about that. You can go so, to the and, bar and order an angel shot, and how you describe it is how what how what kind of help you need. Yeah, it's like angel mm. shot. I don't like know, but, neat or on the rocks or whatever, and it's like I need help to get out of here. I need an escort. I need you to call the police. I need an Uber. Yeah, there's like okay, different so levels of it. I didn't know this. So after he told me, I finally was like, oh my god, I looked it up. It is a real thing. Blah 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 blah. So then we're at a bar one night, me and him, and he knew the bartender, but I didn't know that he knew the bartender. Like it was like a, we were probably dating six months, maybe. So he writes on this napkin and then I didn't even notice. And he like slides it to the bartender. And then the guy was like, and then Scott goes, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And he wrote on their angel shot, help. (laughs) And on me. And I was like, what? <laughs> Asshole, is that when you knew he was the one? <laughs> yes. And so I told him, I was like, I'm going to wait like three or four years and I'm going to fucking get you. So it's coming up. This is like three years coming up. I'm about to get him for real. Do you want Mary and I to come down there and cause a scene? Because we can. He doesn't know what we look like in y'all. person, does he? <laughs> All, well, yeah, you're our Facebook friend. Mm. Mm. Okay, that, like, well, that night he was like, Melanie and Mary. He's like, I got, I was like, we, they told me they're going to Facebook you. So, yeah, we did. It was well, just so funny. I was like, "Well, shit." <laughs> That's right. I forgot. So but funny. anyways, what we so, were before the yeah, what, we were okay. about Dallas, aren't we? <laughs> What's okay. your favorite episode or whatever? Mine I'm, or Sarah? Yeah, do you want to, do you want to go first? No, you go first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've got a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> name them, girl. I got time. You got time. I got time. The one that sticks out, I think it must have been like dead, like in the center kind of when I was actually really watching it. And I was aware of what was going on when I was younger or whatever. And so I remember when Cliff was married to Jamie oh, and yes. Jamie is working and all those barrels fall on her. Oh, yeah. And that was one of my favorite. I don't know why. There's a dream, that the dream season. season? Right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think. yeah. Because she had a horrible death in the not dream season right after. Yeah, how did she, uh, the she fell off a cliff? No, that she ended up. She survived the barrels falling on her, but she died in an explosion in the dream season oh, in, in the Ewing Oil Building, right? That, no, the, that was no, that was Sue Ellen in the car. No, somebody oh, hit a bomb car. in Jack's Lamborghini or something. Yeah, and she took yes. his car. Yeah, um, but in so, in in the real series, she ended up um, falling off a cliff in Mexico. She was cl- rock climbing with uh, okay. John. She was rock climbing with John Ritter's wife. <laughs> Amy Yazbeck. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was my like favorite remember episode as like a teenager or whatever, I guess, or however old I went, middle school. And then I don't know why, but I love, you know, I love April. April is one of my favorite mm-hmm. characters. And mm-hmm. when she gets shot and dies and Bobby's holding her, like it's my, oh, and one song when Bobby dies and Pam's holding him. That one too. Oh, 
Um, I have very specific memory from that. The whole white outfit she's wearing too. And I'm like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. The white outfit. And then I'll, I'll talk more about this when we get to that one. But I have a very specific memory from when that episode aired. I was spending the night at my friend Melissa Ford's house. And we had to go to like her grandma's house or something. And I, the whole time I'm like, it's a season finale of Dallas. I have to watch a season finale of Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily her grandma was watching it. Of course yes. she was. Oh, yeah. so I got to watch <laughs> yeah, it with grandma. her grandma. And that I had no idea Bobby was going to die. I don't know if that was like a thing that was out anywhere. No, I don't think anybody press. knew. And But I, I was like shocked. Like someone really died in my life because I was nine. And I, I was just like shell shocked. Like my grandpa died or something. Like I was just like, I what? was still cry when Not I watched Bobby. it. And then, so then that whole, like, I'm in literal, in literal, like, nine-year-old shock. We go back to her house, and I'm sleeping in um, her sister's bed because I have bunk beds. So I'm laying on this top bunk, and she listens to music at night, and the song Smooth Operator by Sade was playing. I... Well, for the rest of my life, I will be 85 years old in a nursing home. And every time I hear smooth operator, I think of Bobby dying. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just remember him outfit, but I love that episode. But I, I will cry now when I see it. Like, now I can watch it right now and I would cry. I'm like, because she's like, no. And she's like, she, I will give her props for her acting. And that. Yeah, she was great. I guess. I really don't like most of the episodes Michelle's on, but those are the good ones with April, though. Michelle was just a I, weird character I've, to me. I literally have only watched those the first time they aired. All subsequent really? watchings, by that point, I start being like, with it. Yeah, that's when it starts getting not as good. But this time, I'm going to rewatch all of them. So, yeah. Melanie, what's yours? Uh, or more that, than one. Oh my god! Okay, there are so many of them. Seriously, oh God, I can't spell. Hang on, I'm I'm sorry. I'm texting. We are all texting on the side, aren't we? Yeah, we're just gonna put that yes. out there. We're all we're all texting. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm texting with my kid's violin teacher. So, oh, okay, it's, it's all good. Um, I okay. I, I'm gonna put this out there. I am. You guys yeah. probably already know this. I think I've said it. I am, I'm not a closet. I am a out in the open J.R. Sue Ellen shipper. And they are the most toxic, toxic, terrible, unhealthy marriage I have ever seen. But my God, I love them because when they're together, (laughs) when they're together, they are fire. When they're fighting, they're also fire. But when they're together, that's like, I think it was the chemistry between the actors because it was like, these two could probably be a real couple. Mm. definitely yeah. I could definitely right. see that oh yeah and, and I don't know like all my favorite episodes have centered around them like it was yeah like I loved mother of the year paternity suit where they found out that JR was in fact John Ross's father um I didn't really like when they kind of separated and were like all divorced and stuff, but I, <laughs> I still watched them because watching their reconciliation is like, I know. Uh, yeah. Their and then mini reconciliation. <laughs> but I do. Yes. And the mini one, well, all the mini ones they had, I think probably the one that they had in the 
the year after the dream season into the like when when Victoria left the show that yeah. reconciliation was probably the best out of all of them yeah because it seemed he was really trying he was like telling he told Serena he told Kimberly Kreider at first that he was like I'm a happily married man you know like back off back off and I was like oh my god maybe he's changed and then you know he falls into bed with Kimberly Kreider and I was like Fuck. I hate her I hate Kimberly Kreider I know way. I hated her and you know what I think he realized he fucked up seriously he did I mean, he, was, he was like he was like oh shit you know because Whoops. I think I think because but hey buddy at that point doesn't Sue Ellen see them like when they're on an elevator or something yes yes yeah. and he like yeah that. he doesn't he and doesn't she's just know. like oh she yeah and that night she and Nicholas Pierce are on a business trip and she's like in her room like brooding over it and she calls him but she's like get in here I need you and like she he comes in the room and she like attacks his face but yeah. it doesn't go any further than that because she was like, thank you for not taking advantage of me. Right. So did y'all like Nicholas Pierce? I did. I like Nicholas, yeah. I did, too. I did like Nicholas Pierce. I like, he has a I horrible, think I like, horrible death. I think he, he does. I think Sue Ellen, other than JR, had pretty good taste in men. Like Dusty. Kind of, yeah. For the most part, yeah. And I, I love, I, I love <laughs> Ian McShane yes. just as an actor, so... He was fucking Blackbeard in Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> and and he's also on Law, he's also on Law and Order SVU as um, Sir Toby, one of the latest. Uh, I did girls. not even think of that. And Deadwood, of course, he is. Yes, and you, he's in my favorite TV movie of all time called Evergreen from 1985. Damn, okay. Evergreen. <laughs> Hey, baby. It's it's uh, Ian McShane, Leslie Ann Warren, and Armand DeSante. Okay. I like Leslie Ann Warren. Now, um, who was it? One of Sue Ellen's, okay, the guy who played Clint Ogden was also her, was also uh, Blanche Devereaux's brother, Clayton, on The Golden Clayton. Girls. And every time, when I was... When I was watching it, it was a few years before he played Clayton, and I was like, I cannot picture Clayton, gay Clayton Hollingsworth as... Yeah. As Sue Ellen's first love. I mean, he just, he didn't have the, this is so dumb. I'm sure, I'm sure the actor, I think it was Monty Markham. He's just, he's great. Cause I, I absolutely loved him as Clayton Hollingsworth, but as, as Clint Ogden, I was like, yeah, no, mm. no. There's nothing first love about you, buddy. I'm sorry. You're yeah. very square. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other plot things that we could. Um, oh, I very much loved. I mean, it, it also had to do with, of course, JR and Sue Ellen's second marriage. But um, the whole, yeah, the whole fight for the for Ewing Oil in that season was yeah. a huge story arc. And it was good. That's when Pam and Bobby like were really having 82? problems. 82. Yeah, 82. Yeah. Like right before 82, the 83. 82, yeah. 83. Yeah. Yeah. That's when they were really having issues. Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What from this latest rewatch, or maybe your last one, is something that surprised you? Like, is there a character you like or a character you don't like? Or you something you've changed your mind about at all? Um, the ones we've watched so far that we've recorded. So far, or even or even like your last watching. So like like something you've changed your mind about on the show or like well, what a I, character that surprised you 
Well, when I was younger, I used to be like, thought Lucy was so cool. But now looking as an adult at her, I'm like, she's a brat. (laughs) That bothers me. But, you know, and it's not, we're not there yet. But, I, you know, I do like Jock a lot. He's like, you know, he's Jock. But I will forever and always love Clayton Farlow. Mm-hmm. I love Clayton too. And I think I associate him more with Dallas because I was older when I watched Me too. it. Me too. And I think I'll always associate Clayton more than I do Jock, even though that's not really the case. You know what I mean? I, I didn't see anything of Jock until I rewatched it when I was in high school. Yeah. Because yeah, he, too. by the time I started watching Dallas, he was dead. So that's what I'm saying. Me too. So I watched it. I think Jock, I watched him way later. Mm hmm. When I re- we never rewatched. Yeah. yeah. Similar. And I guess. Honestly. I mean, I'm trying to get. Yeah. I mean, questionable judgment as far as like when all the, it hadn't happened yet. The Mickey Trotter stuff happens and all that. That oh, kind of yeah. character stuff. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah but, Mickey uh, Trotter. That's a, that's a big storyline too. It is. It, it is. is. It is because you remember when after Ray pulled the plug on him and Lucy like went up to him and was like trying like beating the shit out of his chest mm-hmm. like hell I'd be angry too. Yeah. yeah. But what he what she didn't understand at the time was that he was trying to end his suffering. And Mickey had asked him. He was like I I can't do this anymore, man. I'm not a Yeah. It's such a big um controversial subject too. Another yeah. one that Dallas handled. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They did a lot of those. Yeah. That I didn't even know because I was too young. And now looking back, I'm like, wait, they're way ahead of their time. Yep. Yep. It's so funny. Um, Like when I was in my early twenties, when I first started watching Dallas, I mean, I, I remember I captured like bits and pieces of it mm -hmm. in the late, in the late, the early nineties when it was wrapping up like the later seasons. And actually that's funny because that's when I started like rewatching it on SoapNet too, because I I was just like googling like TV Guide and stuff, and I was on on that Dream of Genie kick, and I was like, oh my god, Barbara Eden and Larry Hagman are gonna be on Dallas together. Let's watch that. Ah, uh, and it, it came up that you know she, um, Barbara Eden was in the last season of Dallas, so I watched those episodes. Of course, it's like the end of the damn series, and all of a sudden here we start over, like you said with Jock. And Miss Ellie, and you're like, what's going on? And yeah. Ellen and Pam, I'm like, who are these people? And then, like, mm-hmm. two episodes in, I'm like, I like these people. <laughs> okay. And then it's like, gotta go to Best Buy, gotta buy the DVDs. Gotta go back <clears throat> That's to what Best I did. Buy and buy the DVDs. <laughs> I think you either you either love it or you hate it. I don't think there's yeah. anybody that watches it. Like Scott sat out here and watched two episodes in one night, and he was like, I get it because he likes drama. He likes TV like me. Like we'll watch anything. And he's like, I get it. Because maybe I just didn't start from the beginning. I don't really understand the, mm-hmm. you know, but and he's like, it's not bad. I mean, it's, I think for the most part in the time that it was written, it had good writers. It had good, great storylines as far as, like you said, doing, you know, the mastectomy and thing, abortion, thing, things that you, they don't talk about them. You know, they didn't right. do on TV. So I think that's why I liked it, the drama. My husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, watched it with me when it was on TNT. TNN. 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 Yeah. In like 1996, 97. 97. I graduated. 97. I graduated. So he watched it with me and he didn't hate the first couple seasons. And I will give him credit. He watched 
the whole thing with me that I watched. We watched them together, which is why I married. I realized he was totally trying to get some. That's fine. (laughs) That's fair. But he watched them with me, and therefore I married him. That's exactly (laughs) He didn't, he didn't love, and now he says, I watched it because I told him like, you can't make fun of something if you haven't seen it. That's my rule. So he watched it. So now he can make fun of it and that's fine. I don't care what he thinks. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, Seth. Just kidding. His commentary is hilarious though. (laughs) Melanie, did you do the thing that you were surprised about? This viewing or more recent viewing, like something you... Oh, um... I think, okay, when I, I think I started to go somewhere with this, but you know me, squirrel, 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 we get sidetracked. <laughs> me too. Like, I think when I started watching it in my early 20s, I, I don't know what it was. I like fell in love immediately with JR and Sue Ellen. I'm like, they're the greatest couple ever. I don't care what anybody says, blah, 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 blah. And now that I'm, let's see, when I start watching it, 06, okay, that I'm 14 years older, I'm like, this was a fucked up toxic relationship that I never want to be in yeah that's that's the biggest thing that changed for me I'm still a shipper but I'm like whoa this is not cool but you get it yeah yeah this is not what I aspire to this is not I think a lot of it now that I'm actually going back and re-watching and I'm it's so funny I'm understanding more innuendo yeah me too a lot yeah yeah even though definitely even though even though I was in my early 20s when I first watched it, I realized that I was also extremely naive. <laughs> mm, <yeah. laughs> so, yeah. that's, that's really about it. I mean, I'm just, I'm, now that I'm watching it from like an analytical perspective, it's, it's different. It's more like, like you said a couple episodes ago, you just wanted to burn your bra at the end yeah. throughout it because I it did. pissed you off so much. And I'm did. like, what the fuck? Yeah, Bobby's kind of annoying in this season. Yeah. He's kind of annoying. He That's, is. Bobby, like, he's one, like, I always kind of was like, but, like, what the heck? But more, more now, I feel yeah. like, I'm like, what? He's not the good guy. He's a self-righteous, he can be a self-righteous asshole. Yeah, exactly. But the big thing that I'm finding um, is that there's a character that I never paid it, used to pay attention to or thought it was boring who I've decided that I love, hands down, and that is Jeremy Wendell. Oh, yes. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just he's so, he's hilarious. He's so evil. <laughs> he's like yeah, evil, but like super bitchy. And like, doesn't have time for anybody's bullshit. And I, lo- nope. he's just always like, Cliff, you're giving me indigestion. Leave. I just, I love him. I, I think he's. I do. Too. I do. Too. He's like me on my good days <laughs> when I'm not being like, a little bitch. <laughs> like, dude, you fucking like if I, I, get out of here. Someone was like asking me, it was like on, I don't know, one of the the Facebook pages on online and it was like, who do you think that you were most like? And I was like, honestly, probably Jeremy Wendell, like most of the time. <laughs> like, get away from me. Basically. 
But do you, do you remember when he like tried to hit on Sue Ellen and like buy her stuff? And he was like, well, I thought maybe one day you'd become my wife. And she was like, dude, I'd rather sleep with JR. She's like, I'd rather sleep with JR than sleep with you. And I'd rather sleep with a circus geek than sleep with JR right now. And I was like, damn. Oh, yeah. I was like, Burn. okay, Jr. versus where Jeremy Wendell. That's a that's a given right there. But Carnival yeah, Geek, I don't think damn. I wouldn't choose either. But no, yeah. Girl, I can get somebody else no. like that. That I, <laughs> I I will never fully like Carter McKay. I never liked that storyline. At all, that I was hated a that whole storyline, and no. I hate Tracy. And her brother, what was her brother's name? Tommy. Tommy. Oh, God. Uh, Tommy. I I hated that entire thing. Like, there's of Bobby's girlfriends. Like, (laughs) I liked, I love April. Mm -hmm. And I even liked uh, uh, Karen Copkins' uh, person. What was her name? Uh, The girl that comes, uh, the one that's like in the the, the real businesswoman like. K. Lloyd? K. K. Lloyd, yes. I liked K. Lloyd. Um, but Tracy can go away. She's a pool hustler. Yep. Yeah. I don't like her. Oh, I also don't like that girl Uh, at the end of this, at the end of the series that Bobby is trying to help Bobby find the, the killer. Like Jory or something. Yes. Oh my God. Jory Taylor. She was just like, she was super young. Like she, I felt like she was way too young for Bobby. She lived at the beach house. Yeah, I was. I, I, I felt like they were almost trying to do like a nine hundred two and zero kind of thing or something. Ugh. Probably. Yeah. yeah, I did not like that at all. That was Jory Taylor, yeah. right? Jory. Yeah. Taylor, that's it. Jory. Jory. Yeah. How was how was she? She was related to Susan Lucci somehow, right? Like she. That was her mom. Sheila Foley. What? Which yeah. wasn't her real name, Sheila Foley. Right, but that was her mom, and she okay. was like, "That's my mom." That's Hillary her name. Taylor. Hillary Taylor. That's it. I remember now that season. I that I only remember it a little bit, and I've never had the patience to rewatch it. But yeah, yeah, you know no. who absolutely cracked me up. That I, if you want to switch gears for a minute and go to um, sure people people that you thought were absolutely like what the fuck, um, Oswald Valentine. <laughs> oh, Mandy Winger's old ball. At the lingerie store, yeah, the little the, fat chubby guy. Yeah, Mr. Valentine, the one oh. that Sue Ellen bought out and kept on as a as a ten percent partner. He was such but, a, a cartoon character. He was like, yeah, he really and, was. Yeah, such a cartoon but I was character. Like, but and I Sue will Ellen say, was like so graceful with him. She's like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> I will. I will say though. I know that you're going to kill me, Melanie, but I, I've always liked Mandy Winger. Fuck. Oh, I love, I, love I love Mandy too. I do too. I, I think Mandy. she was innocent, stupid. She couldn't help who she fell in love with. To a point. And then she was just. And I think Jay I don't actually loved her. I'm sorry. I, I think too. I do too. I do too. Oh my God. You're all killing me. I still you're like Sue Ellen better, but I just will always like her. It's any of the mistresses. I think, yeah, Sue Ellen's a. Yeah. She's number one, but Mandy Winger's number two. Yeah, and I don't like that. What is it, Holly Harwood? See, I liked Holly, Holly. better than Mandy. <laughs> no, I liked Holly. Yes, I think that I did. she should have been with Bobby, and I think it's bullshit yeah. that Bobby refused to be with her because that's some um, toxic, nasty bullshit. 
Right. Because then he's all like, well, you were with my brother, so now you're tainted and I can't be with you. Like, come on, Bobby. Ugh. Your mean, brother slept with half of Dallas. So how who are you going to meet the half right. of them? Exactly. I don't know. The, my my issue with Mandy Winger was that yeah, in the beginning, I, I liked her with Cliff, and I liked her when she was like trying to, you know, basically tell Jr. to kiss her ass. But then when she was like, oh, like fell all over him and was like, you know, oh, I'm Sue Ellen. Oh yeah, he's he's gonna leave you for me. I'm prettier. I'm younger. Blah 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 blah. I was like, who the fuck do you think you are? Seriously. I liked uh, you better when you were like all innocent and shit. But she's a lingerie model. Yeah, I know. And it was so funny because Sue Ellen believed in like, herself. She had self-esteem. Shit. Like and then like Sue Ellen, like in the beginning, like she drove herself back to drinking, but then like after the dream season, she came back and she was like, uh, I'm gonna show this bitch what's up. <laughs> that's another one of my favorite episodes. Was, when when Sue Ellen yeah. hits rock bottom and she's got the mug shot and everything, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite Oh, when she's in the street with the hobo and drinks out of the paper yeah. bag and she's like and they with made Lou her look so horrible. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, yes. And that when is like one that the- that is actually one of my favorite episodes. Because I'm like, that is yeah. like her best acting. Yeah. I just love the whole episode. When she's when she's in the um in the detox ward and she's come out of it and she's like and she, in the hospital without any makeup on and like mm-hmm. talking to the doctor and she's like screaming and stuff. Oh, this was after that, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, that whole early part of the season. And you know, oh yeah, when Bobby first died, he, he JR was when Bobby first died. <laughs> when Bobby first died, before he came back, when Bobby died at the beginning of the season, the dream season, he, I feel like JR was unnecessarily mean to Sue Ellen. He like, was mourning. They made it look he was just he, mourning. He was, but if, and I know people lash out, but he was like terrible, yeah. terrible to her. He was. Terrible. Terrible. What else in I the dream the season? Dream uh, uh, no, I do now. I was pissed off back in the day. Obviously, their reconciliation. Well, but, yeah, I was, I was pissed <laughs> because like my parents wouldn't what wouldn't watch it with me anymore, and I had to watch Dallas after after the dream season. I had to watch it on the black and white TV in the basement because my dad was done with it. <laughs> but, yeah, he's like no more. <laughs> but I liked this season. I thought it was pretty good. I even like when Jenna goes crazy. Oh my god, I forgot about that. What I really, I kind of liked, this was like shadows of JR getting involved with terrorism in the dream season. Because remember, like, B.D. Calhoun, the season afterwards? Was, uh, you know, I love B.D. Calhoun one. Well, yeah, I love that too, actually. But before that, it was Angelica Nero and that guy Nicholas and Grace. And we didn't know Angelica Grace. Nero. Angelica Nero was like a, the femme fatale assassin. She like she's a badass. She's a badass. Yeah, she was a huge badass. Bond girl. Oh yeah. And I like that she was. She was. She was Jr's equal. She was. She was the feminine version of him. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. With those like amazing shoulder pads that just went <laughs> on forever. For and I like yeah. the way she pronounced Dallas. She's like back to Dallas. <laughs> Uh, yeah my daughter when we watched it she her most she hated bd bd calhoun like that was her worst i was like why she goes it's just fucking stupid like she did not like it i like okay hayden hayden i gotta i gotta have a side sidebar okay bd calhoun there was so much shit going on there did she watch the shit before that 
She was 12 when she watched okay. it, so I get okay. it, but I mean. I forgive you then, honey, but <laughs> no, seriously, like this motherfucker was sneaking into their house at night, you know, planting uh, bombs the or whatever, and then writing like boom on your door. I'd be like, what the fuck? I know. He's like the Unabomber or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were going to spill some tea about Dallas tonight. Did we yeah. spill any tea? Yeah. We spilled we did a little bit. Spoilers. Did you have a, did you have a thought? Anybody else like a thing? I I just love like you said anytime that Jr. and Sue Ellen reconcile, I do like that a lot. Yeah, and it that's what pisses me off like over and over again is that I see now how he was such a dumbass. Like he had everything in front of him and he fucked it up continually. Yeah, that's what really ticked me off. I'm like, you've got this woman who like it. Okay, she's she's an idiot sometimes, most of the time. Yeah, but like she hangs on to your every word, and like is willing to support you, like through all this shit, and like you want to go out and like stick your dick in every available pussy out there. What the fuck is wrong with you? Seriously, well, seriously, I don't. Understand he has that. issues with commitment and intimacy, obviously. And you know what? <laughs> if anyone, if anyone needed a shrink on that show, it was him. Somebody to sit there and be he like, Doctor hey, LB, completely, yeah. But at the same time, is a narcissist ever, ever going to admit that they have a problem? True. Very true. And try to work on it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what really what really got me, if if we're okay with spoilers, which obviously we are in this minisode. Yeah. Yes. What really got me was, um, and this was so funny, like before the episode of JR's funeral on the new Dallas even came out. I, I always had it in the back of my mind. Like, I think this is even fan fiction out there somewhere that he had wrote a final letter to her, like explaining his like feelings and everything. And then when she pulled that letter out of her pocket and write it out loud at the funeral, I was like, Oh my God, I bawled my eyes out <laughs> watching that scene. Like I got a, I got a preview of it. Um, somehow I, th- I think, I think Josh may have gotten it sent to me um, through Ultimate Dallas before it aired in early 2013. And I watched it. I remember sitting in my apartment watching it going, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I think I rewatched it like three times and started bawling my eyes out because I was like, oh, this would be the greatest love story of all time. And then, you know, I'm a little older now going, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. (laughs) But, like, for him to say, you know, old age has a way of humbling men and to apologize now for all the wrongs I've did. I've, I did. I sound Southern for all the things I did. Like, (laughs) what what do you say? To apologize now for everything I did would take up all the time I have left. It was like, what it was so sad the whole thing i know because especially to find out that the writers supposedly wanted to get them back together before he died you know and also like now they just didn't have time (laughs) no No, yeah and honestly uh now like talking about it like the last couple months we like bring up certain things i kind of want to go back and watch it like right now like just the new the new one the new series yeah yeah i've only watched it one time when it was on tv I made sure I bought the whole series on DVD because I was watching it on Netflix for a little I while. I still am. I just haven't got it yet. 
I, I, I refuse like, to buy it on DVD because I don't want to watch it in SD. It was filmed in HD and I get really pissed that it was never released on Blu-ray. So if I, I buy know. it, it'll be digital because yeah, I just it, don't it, understand. Amazon? Yeah, no, I actually, I have a couple episodes when I, I missed a couple episodes originally, like I was gone. And so I bought, I actually, I own a few on iTunes. <laughs> so I think I'll yeah. probably just buy them on Amazon. Just, I did. I ended up buying season two on Amazon Prime, and then I bought it on DVD. <laughs> so I know I still want the DVDs just to have them. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm weird like that too. It's okay. <laughs> but I, I do want I'm that good, whole time, I usually that buy whole time theory thing. I already told Scott that for Christmas. I want the whole yeah. timeline, even though I so have all the I other watched, ones. Me too. I watched, uh, when I was watching episodes this week from season three, I watched, I've never watched any of the ones with commentary and I watched. Those are funny. <laughs> the next one, Paternity Test with Patrick Duffy and Linda Gray doing the. That was Sue Ellen's Choice, right? The okay, one, sorry, Sue Ellen's Choice. Yeah, yes. where they were talking about give it, giving the baby the ring. Yeah, the ring, yeah, yeah. And they were like. <laughs> but I kind of like. It was kind of like us. They were just like making fun of everything and, and talking about the ugly doors and stuff. And I was like, exactly. Cause I remember, yeah, I remember, like I remember reading somewhere on some, somewhere on the internet. Of course the internet has an opinion. Somebody was like, Oh, it's not really a commentary, blah, blah, blah. They're just kind of shooting the shit. I'm like, that's the best kind of commentary. Wait, that's commentary. how do you do the commentary? <laughs> uh, it's know. in special features. You just go on the special features and it'll show you. On all the Amazon problems? No, no. It's on the DVDs, honey. No, no, no. On the DVD. On the DVD. Oh. And there's only a couple of them. There's like some on yeah. season one or two and there's some on season three and that was like it. I'm going to totally watch that. Oh, was it? it yeah. Surprised. They only did it on. A I wish I had the later ones. They only did it on a few okay. episodes, which really stinks. because, And that's why. You know, I know we can't really pay them, and I know that they're famous people, and they don't really, like, probably may not want to hang out or talk to us, but if they were just shooting the shit on the commentary, man, come shoot the shit with us. You got an hour on a Wednesday night to chill? Come hang out with us. I know. I know. Patrick yeah. Duffy obviously has trouble with <laughs> Zoom, <Obviously>. but... <laughs> Linda seems pretty tech savvy, though, actually, for her age. That's true. That's right. My whole thing is that I never wanted to be an interviewer like all the ones you hear who get on the recording, get on the TV, and ask the same questions over and over and over. And they tell the same stories because they're asking the same questions. They tell the same stories. That's what. I feel like we got to get some be- really good questions. We should we should think yeah. of some good questions to ask people that they've never heard before that they. Yeah. And you know what? I, this is one of the, this is something I saw when, when Linda's book first came out. I don't know if you guys have read it, but I have, I love I it. Haven't. Yeah, me too. And you need to read it. I'm not even a reader and I love it. Yeah. I have I, to. I, the book is amazing. She's also, she also read it herself on audible, by the way. I should get it on yeah. audible. I have many credits. Yeah. Yes. 
I have both versions and it is amazing because it's her telling her story in her own words. Yeah. yeah from like childhood. All, yeah, it's so good. All the way on. And I remember seeing some people going, oh my God, it's, it's a nice book. But if I wanted self-help, I would have gotten a self-help book. Like blah, blah, blah. I was hoping to hear some juicy shit about Dallas. I'm like, she fucking discloses that it's not going to be juicy gossip about Dallas. It's about what she wanted to write about. So fuck you. Like that was my, that was my whole thing. And that's the thing. I don't care. Me personally, Melanie, I'm going to put this out there as a, as me. I don't give a shit about your celebrity. I want to know you as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What do you like? What gets you up in the morning? I don't give a shit about what you eat right. for breakfast. I'm sure interviewers ask you that all the time. What kind of beer do you like, man? <laughs> you What's know? your favorite color? What's your favorite color? No, come on. Seriously. Like, just sit here and shoot the shit with us. Like, right. somebody that you just like, like me. If there okay. was one thing that you would change about being on doubt, like, and, or like, Cause I know that she had a lot of run, like she's always loves Leonard Katzman, but she had a big run in with him. Right. Cause she wanted to direct about right? directing. And yeah. yeah. I want to know more about that. How much? Because shit? all you ever heard was Larry uh, fault for her mm-hmm. and she got an episode or whatever, but like he was not going to let her do it. And Larry threatened, I don't know if he threatened to leave was or she threatened the only something. woman director on Dallas. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it, she's done it, it. If she wasn't, there was one after her. She was the first one, at least. There was there was a lady named Linda Day that directed a couple before her. That's weird. Okay. okay. I've, I've seen that in the credits. Yeah, I don't know who that was, mm-hmm. but she okay. was like the first female, definitely the first and first female. Because I'd like to know more about that. Because that's, that's the first female cast member. I think so, yeah. Because I think Susan Howard wrote oh, to direct one, to direct one. I think Susan oh, Howard Susan wrote one. Howard did write one. Right. She she wrote she wrote one or a few, but they Do were. Do we know which one like, she wrote? Uh, I would like to know. That. Not off the top of my head, but I will look it up real quick. Okay. I just love her, so I would like to know that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think Linda Gray's first episode was it was in the dream season. It was either I think it was Just Desserts or Revenge of the Nerd, one of the two. I think it's in my green book but I can't remember yeah well it was so funny because the first time I met her like I I hadn't was I back in school yet I think I was back in school but I can't remember but whatever I was doing at the community college I didn't really want to do like I wanted to go back to film school I wanted to be a I wanted to be like a director or like a then I went from director to Oh uh, no! I want to go sit in an archive and and digitize old decrepit film all day. That's what I want to do. But you know what? I didn't do that. I ended up in North Carolina working in the fucking transportation industry, which makes me want to rip my hair out every damn day. And I wonder why the hell I didn't go to California. But then I remember somebody told me I had to be practical. Yeah, that's because I'm a parent. As I say that, she wrote. My teeth. She wrote uh, a dream season episode. What season, what, is that? what is that? What is it? It's it's Sitting season ducks. nine. Okay. Sitting ducks, and then uh, it aired February twenty eighth, nineteen eighty six, and then in the next season, season ten, she wrote the ten percent solution. Okay, putting an age on me here. Okay, the ten percent solution. That one aired. Uh, 
March 13th, 1987. Okay. And Revenge of the Nerd. Linda Gray directed that one. That was the episode before. You know what? Sitting Duck says, the family welcomes Pam and Mark home from the Columbia, from Columbia, and JR is secretly delighted that Pam will continue to subsidize Mike's excavation of the mine. So that's about the same time as the that you were talking oh. about. Ah. Great. Okay, so Blast from the Past aired May 16th, 1986, right? That was the one that uh, Patrick, Bobby came back in the shower. Yeah. May 16th. Okay. I was born May on 16th. June. I was born on June 10th. So my mom was out to here <laughs> weighing. <laughs> and you you remember wow. watching that, don't you? I, I was do still, remember watching that. I was, I was in the, first grade. When Bobby, I was a fetus. <laughs> when Bobby came back in the shower, I lost my mind. Because I, I also didn't know that was going to happen. Well, I was 10. And I started like well, rolling around on the floor. And like, ah! And my parents were like, are you okay? <laughs> because that well, is literally, that was the second best kept secret. The JR one, who shot JR was the mm-hmm. best kept. And then they said that one was like literally almost just as right. good. They kept because it such a secret. Yeah. Even Victoria didn't know. No, they shot that right. commercial and like they did not know. She called Patrick and was like, what the hell? You know, <laughs> like you're yeah. coming back basically. Mm. Yeah. Nobody knew about Larry Hagman and the, and I guess Leonard Katzman or whoever. That is so funny. Did you guys ever see that episode of, what was it? Family Guy? No, no, that's another one. No, that whatever Larry and Patrick and Linda and Charlene, whatever talk show they were on with Lisa Renna and stuff in 2003, it's on the season four box set, DVD box set. Okay. I can't remember. It's one of the special features. They were on this talk show and Patrick was talking, he said, he basically told the story about how he ended up coming back. Like he gets home and he hits the answering machine one night and like Larry's like, like Patrick, this is Larry. I want you to you know, come over and drink some champagne, get in the hot tub. I want to talk to you. <laughs> like basically he yeah. wanted to get him drunk. I'm going to talk to you. Come back to the show. <laughs> yeah. I think they, I still think they messed up with bringing him back though, like that and getting rid of that whole season. How else would they have done it, though? I could have I think done it. Was it. Dumb to time to go in the first place. I, I think they could have done something with Catherine. I don't know. They're... Well, Catherine something. was the but one who I ran think... them down, right? I know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they could. Whatever they were going to do is probably going to be just as dumb, but not getting rid of all those storylines. Yeah, I agree. And there well, was a lot of storylines. There were a lot there, of but... like a lot of storylines. A lot of like lost things and i all that stuff with donna and ray yeah. and uh, I just, well okay the donna and ray part and that was the baby that had down syndrome right is yeah. that the dream yeah yeah and then yeah. she got hit in the stomach yeah. and lost him yeah that was just a that was a lot of storylines in that season a lot for a lot yeah. of characters that were gone yeah. i really liked and then how just, yeah well my my favorite part of that whole thing was like where Sue Ellen, you know, goes through the whole, she's like down and out and I can't talk now. I'm, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, she's, yeah, I get the, she, her redemption basically. She's Sue on Ellen's Skid, redemption. Yeah. yeah. She's on Skid Row and then she goes and gets help. And, and in the eighties, you know, this is, this is something she talked about like in her book with like the Betty Ford clinic and her own mother. Yeah. yeah. And, 
everything. And then she, they took her all the way down and like tackled that whole storyline. And then she, like, like you said, redeemed herself. She came back, Sue Ellen got a job. And all of a sudden, like JR was like, oh, look, look at this. Okay. Yeah. She's my equal. All right. All right. And then I thought that was so, I thought, I thought Mandy, okay, here, Mandy Winger, I thought in the dream season was more likable than she was after that. Yeah. Because after that, she was like cocky and arrogant and like, I'm younger. I got a better body. He wants me in bed and out. And Sue Ellen's like, bitch, he's going to get tired of you and come knock on my door like he always does. Yep. <laughs> that made me laugh. But in the dream season, she was all like, "JR, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I love Sue Ellen. I'm sorry. I thought that was kind of yes. cool because he like pursued her and pursued her and pursued mm-hmm. her like Sue Ellen. And Sue Ellen was like, uh, don't know about that. Uh, you need to stay over there. Uh, like she kept him at arm's length for the longest time. And then finally let him back in after he'd proven himself. But it still didn't work. Mm-mm. Well, it would have if she didn't blow up. <laughs> right. If she didn't blow up. If she didn't blow up. Well, we don't I know what everyone happened. mourning Bobby. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's emotions through that. I loved uh, Jenna and Jack's relationship. Yes. We forget about Jenna and Jack. Because oh, yeah. Jack was also, when Jenna went all cray cray, he started going after Grace. Right. Wait, Which I also liked Grace. Yeah, Grace is cool. Grace was Angelica Nero's uh, assistant, sidekick, friend. Some speculate mm-hmm. lesbian lover. I don't see that. I would... Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't I know. I would say maybe. sometimes booty calls, what I would maybe think. Yeah. I Okay. I can... I can. would be my guess. <laughs> and so, as I sit here with the confused look on my face, like, uh... But... When Grace, like, the, the episode that Grace, like, met her demise, mm-hmm. she was, like, she really she cared stabbed about in the Jack. back, literally. Yeah. She was, like, you guys are in danger. You need to go, like, mm-hmm. now. And, it, and mm-hmm. they were, like, what? And she's, like, seriously, just get the hell out of wherever the hell they were. Martinique. <laughs> she's, like, mm-hmm. get out. Get out now. And they didn't. And she ended up dead. Which is too bad because Grace is pretty cool. I liked Grace. I liked <gasps> Grace. And was it Dimitri was the guy? Oh. D- Dimitri Marinos was the guy that they were trying to get Jack to impersonate. Right. The guy's name was Nicholas. Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Nic- yes. Nicholas. 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 I haven't watched any of these episodes since 1997. So. Oh my God, really? Yeah, I haven't. Oh, there's some of my favorite. They're embedded in me. So, we have spent the last two hours. Two hours. Drunk talking about nothing and everything. And you know what? I could totally do this again with you guys as the DOA. Yeah, this was fun. Me too. DOA roll. DOA roll. It's like some secret girl code. You know, like, oh, the DOA. We get Mr. Clifford Balls to speak. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dave Culver. <laughs> that was your accent came out. <laughs> oh, I need a, I, oh, I may live in the South, but I'm not Southern, so I need a Southern name. You've got a Cajun one. I need, like, 
I don't know. It can't be Blanche. I don't know. I was about to say Blanche. Okay, Blanche you can, you what? <laughs> but we need a southern last name. Blanche Cal- Calhoun. Blanche Calhoun. Blanche Calhoun. Blanche Calhoun. I think <laughs> my southern name would be Stella. Stella what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking one. Okay, Stella King. There are so many kings around here. King? King. All right. Maybe. Stella King. Stella King. Stella King. Stella King. All right. So we've had it. We, we've had a good time and we are going to continue this. All right. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. We had a time. We had this time <laughs> together. That's it, y'all. We need to get Carol Burnett and Vicki Lawrence on here. Woo! Have we need to all... Dallas, but I fucking love them. <laughs> we need to just I have see. our like thing be those ladies from the first Ewing barbecue who are listening to Sue Ellen talk. <laughs> Rant. Rant yeah. about JR. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love those ladies. So after Mary edits this and posts it, <laughs> yeah. if you like our special spoiler DOA, please comment. Yes, please. And let do. us know. Let us and know. we will continue this. Right. And if you don't, like, oh, that's cool. Tell us too. That's fine. Yeah. We so can it take feedback. It's not. I We're can, literally just bullshitting. So I, I can 21 days out of the month. And I'm not going to tell you what the other ones are. <laughs> other days do Touché. not mess with me. Touche. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Touche. Well, thank you for joining All us. All right. Well, y'all have a, y'all have a great night. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye, y'all. Good night. And <laughs> scene. <laughs> <Unseen. laughs> <laughs> 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 <laughs>